0: The views and opinions reflected in any of the stories narrated are solely those of the story contributor and are not necessarily that of the Nightmare Society. This podcast features adult content, so listener discretion is highly advised. And if you or anyone you know is struggling, help is available. Please see the resources in the show notes. Hello again, Nightmare Society, and welcome to another episode of True Horror Stories. A big thanks to our contributors, Anonymous, user Throwaway Farmers, user OG Trash Can, user Stalker X Jester, user I Zonked, user Wolfman's Wifey, and user Ataya94. Just an update, you may notice some changes in the podcast uh, moving forward. Nothing major, nothing that's going to affect the stories, but I'm going to try shortening up, um, condensing some of the intro and outro stuff to uh, just jump right into the stories. There will continue to be information and such in the show notes, so if you're looking for anything, just look there. Now, get comfy and prepare yourself for another episode of The Nightmare Society. So me and my two friends decided to go to this abandoned turnpike tunnel in the middle of the woods. We went to go to Tunnel 2, which is like the shortest walk, but that's because you have to park in the middle of literally nowhere and walk through a pretty dense woodline. We get out of the car and start to walk up the path to the tunnel, and my friend, in. As a huge and high power spotlight, which I was using because he was checking out my little TAC flashlight. And spotlight can reach like half a mile. It's crazy. So I decided to flash it back toward my other friend, R's car. You see these two eyes in the woods behind the car, like halfway up this tree. My friend's like, whoa, that's pretty high, so we decided to head back towards it and check it out. We don't see the eyes, so we assume it was an animal or something, and it just ran off. The friend that has my light screams that it's over here now, and it came close to us. At this point, R wants to get back to the car, because he's freaked out. At this point, we're like 100 yards from the car. We get to the break of the dense wood path, probably 75 yards from the car, and I see the eyes again with the spotlight even closer to us. It keeps getting close, and it's way up this tree. Seven-ish feet, I'd assume. At this point, we all have our knives out because we're scared to death. R says we have to get to our car, but it's right there on the other side of the road. We get to the metal rebar blockade-type thing that blocks the path so no one can drive their cars through the tunnels, and we don't see the eyes. We stop and are scanning the wood line on the other side of the road i see to our left an eye peeking at us and it darts back behind the tree then it peeks out again and i hundred percent see this humanoid like head human but not human and same for the arm and then it darts back behind the tree at this point we freak out and run to the car we get in, and In winds down the back window and starts scanning with his light. We see it like 20 yards from the car. We see its head and its arm and its foot, and it again hides behind the tree. R is in full panic because it keeps getting closer, so he floors it out of there. Honestly, I want to say it was a Bigfoot, but I'm skeptical with that kind of stuff. I genuinely do not know what it was. It was 7 to 8 feet tall and kept getting closer to us. It was not an owl and it was not a bear. It was not a human because human eyes don't refract light like this did. So it couldn't be human. N refuses to even go back to tunnel 2. He's that scared. Probably one of the most terrifying moments of my life. The thing wasn't even that scary, but we were all talking on the drive home about how we all felt... Dread and horror even as we pulled up to the trail before we even saw the eyes. We all agreed we'd never had such a strange feeling in our entire lives. Like an immediate, insurmountable dread, right as we got out of the car. It also wasn't a good idea that we decided to go to a important I seriously need help, and I'm terrified out of my mind. I'll start off by saying I've never believed in anything paranormal. I'm a pretty science-based dude. I always look for a logical explanation, and I still am for this encounter. So if anyone has any ideas, please let me know. I don't have much time for leisure with work recently. I've been having to accept some pretty awful shifts to get by with COVID times, so I've lost my ability to go on my evening walks, which are a method of stress relief for me. It had been a while since I had gone on one, so three nights ago I decided to just go for a late night walk. I put on my headband flashlight, decided to take a path I hadn't in ages. There's a small trail near the back of my neighborhood that goes about four miles deep into the woods. My plan was to walk about one and a half miles in and take the parallel path back to come back. I make it down to around 1.3 miles, according to my Fitbit, and I start getting that feeling like I'm being watched. I turn off my headlight and sit still to listen. At this point, I'm more concerned there's a guy following me who is up to no good. I heard clear footsteps in the leaves off the trail. They've been behind me for nearly five minutes. I stopped thinking it was an animal or another walker and became worried. Sitting there for probably three to four minutes and I hear nothing at all. I turn back on my headlight and decide to start walking quickly back home. About two minutes later I hear footsteps again. This time it sounds different. Sounds like four feet instead of two walking. It's walking at the same increased speed that I am I turn around quickly with my headlight and my phone light and point it behind me silence I get angry and yell out leave me alone I'm gonna call the cops if you come at me I have a knife silence, 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 silence. I yell again telling them to get the hell out of there and i start walking towards where i heard the walking about 20 yards out hard to fully make out because the flashlight doesn't reach too far i see what looks like a literal naked man running full speed on all fours into the woods normally i chalk that up to drugs but my area doesn't have a drug problem And there were some details that led me to believe it wasn't a person. For one, they were completely hairless. Completely bald. Pale white skin. And the way it ran on its fours looked natural. Not like when you try to run on all fours and look stupid. It looked like its bone structure was designed to walk on all fours. There was no hunch to look. Their back was flat and they were fast last thing that happened was straight out of a horror movie. I hadn't heard anything in a while on my way back, but kept turning around to make sure. With about .3 miles left to go until I was in the clear, I hear a mad dash through the leaves. I whip around and it stops on the time. I see the edges of its head behind a tree and I yell loudly to try and intimidate. What I heard next I'll never forget my entire life. It cackled like a monkey. A noise I've literally only heard in nature documentaries. The tone was that of mockery. A predator having fun with me. I did not stick around. I sprinted as fast as possible back home. I'd love to believe this was some prank or some rabid, bald, diseased coyote but I got a pretty clear look at it. It wasn't. It had human feet and human hands, a human head and a human buttocks, but nothing else about it was human. I called the cops after and told them a man was following me. I didn't want to say some creature because they'd think I'm crazy. They didn't find anything, but they did see quite a bit of activity in the leaves and dirt about 50 feet from where the trail was leading far back into the woods before it got to a large stretch of grass where no footprints were seen. As terrified as I am, I want to find out what this thing is. Just maybe not completely alone. This started a couple of years ago when I was living in my old house. The house was slash is haunted and is very old, built in 1800. And We are a Native American slash Mexican American family, so we are quite used to the paranormal life. Now one family member, S, was also very into spooky stuff and often brought up Santeria into conversations. Seemingly fascinated with the religion Anyways a couple of years ago some very scary things started happening in our prior house We had lived in it for 20 years with no real big activity We would see dark figures running, hear screaming slash other terrifying noises etc Just really creepy things One day we wake up to a raggedy looking doll tied up to a big tree in our front yard facing our kitchen window. The doll had paint on it and was beat up and dirty looking. S had left for work in the morning and once we told her, she sort of brushed it off and mentioned it could be Santeria. That same year in October, we came home to find a row of pumpkins up and down the pathway to our front door. The pumpkins were carved with weird things and creepy faces. Inside the pumpkins were burnt, bent-up spoons and garbage. We quickly threw them away, but not before S pointed out that maybe we had someone who practiced the occult angry. We had also found a note with some kind of gibberish on it in red ink below my bedroom window before we moved. Now we live in a new house, and S recently left in an unexpected way, and on pretty bad terms. S has threatened that she will essentially make our lives hell if we don't bend to her every will. Yesterday I saw a creature that resembled a monkey watching me. We live in a small town in the Midwest, so there's really no chance of it actually being a monkey I saw. Today, a family member was freaked out from seeing a figure in a black cloak. It appeared to come closer every time he saw it. We saged the house down. It kept going out when we got by the stairwell that led into S's old room. All of a sudden it sounded like somebody was throwing things around in the storage unit that is full of S's things she left behind. The storage room was an absolute mess. Things were ransacked, old clothes and fabrics strewn about, etc. There was no one even downstairs when we heard it. So I'm positive a family member didn't do it. As we were saging, some small toys were thrown across the room and screaming was heard. That being said, do you think it's possibly something evil? Santeria or just negativity? This is a strange experience that happened to me over a year ago. I work a night job at a warehouse and often come home late at night. Where I work isn't important to the story. It's what happened to me when I got home that stuck with me. I used to live in the country with my fiancé's parents as we recently moved back into the area. Their home being halfway up a huge hill. Well... Being out in the country, I have to turn off the main highway, taking the last paved road up the base of the hill. Normally, this comes with seeing wildlife running across the road, though tonight this was not the case. No deer, stray barn cats, not even the usual possum. It was deserted. To most, this would not be weird. To me, it's very strange, as I have a keen eye and sense for the abnormal. My eyes scanned the road ahead, the forest around me, waiting for something to jump out to cause me to slam on my brakes. Nothing happened though, as I finally reached the fork in the road and broke off to the right, taking the old dirt road leading to my other half's parents. I felt something, eyes on me. It was immediate, as if something was waiting for me. This caused me to immediately tense up as it didn't feel like the usual wildlife watching. It was something darker. Pressing harder on the pedal, I drove up the last portion of the dirt road, pulling my car into its usual spot. Without a second thought, I grabbed my pocket knife out of the glove box, opening it quickly as I climbed out of my car, making sure the blade was visible in the dim light of the front porch. The very same light that was as effective as a nightlight as it only lit 10 feet in front of me. I could barely make out the main dirt road I just drove up to get to the driveway. The woods on the other side of the road were pitch black. This immediately drew my attention as the feeling of being watched felt the strongest in that direction. Making sure my knife was ready, I pointed it at the woods calmly saying, I know you're there. As those words left me, I couldn't hear anything. The world went quiet, which was the strangest feeling I've ever experienced in my life. Which was extra strange as there's a waterfall only five to six hundred feet away from me that you could easily hear all year round. It stayed like that for about ten seconds before whatever was watching me took off in the other direction and with it the sound of rushing water from the falls filled my ears again. The sound of something retreating quickly faded as I kept my eyes trained on whatever it was. Once it was gone, I calmly grabbed my things from my car, making sure my knife remained in my free hand, and made my way to the front door. I made no effort in rushing as something in the back of my mind told me not to run, not to let my guard down. So I listened to it and just acted like everything was normal, and got into the house. I noticed quickly that the dogs my fiance's parents owned weren't there to greet me like they always did. I quickly found them in the living room, staring right out the large bay window that overlooked the road, and gave a clear line of sight to the very same direction I felt I was being watched moments ago. The rest of the night went uneventfully, and I never felt the same presence again. I never told my fiance this story as at the time she was sleeping. And I knew she wouldn't believe me as she wasn't interested in the paranormal like I was. And hadn't had the same experiences that I had. It's the strangest thing that's happened to me in a while. But it's not my only encounter with the unknown. I lived in Florida most of my life, until October 2020, when I moved to upstate South Carolina. I lived with my grandparents in the mountains around Salem for a little while, before moving to an outer suburb of Greenville. The backyard of my house in Greenville had a downward slope and a creek at the bottom, then an upward slope on the other side, leading to another set of houses. The creek led into a large patch of woods, One more house down past mine, a good 50-ish acres. Not long after moving in, I went and explored the creek and found a small shard of pottery half buried in the ground. It was dark greenish and had a few basic floral designs on it. I brought it inside because I was planning to contact the nearby university to ask if it had any significance, but I never actually got around to doing it. One day shortly after that, sitting on my back porch around noon, I start hearing whistles, like some guy was calling his dog or something, but it was the exact same tone and melody every single time. It never changed. I looked around and didn't see anyone, but I could pinpoint where the sound was coming from. It was coming from the patch of woods down the creek the first couple of times I heard it, then slowly moved out of the woods and into the backyard of the house behind mine. Again, I didn't see anyone, and it was still the same whistle, almost like it was a recording on repeat. This happened every couple of days for a few weeks, always the same exact whistle, and no one else to be seen but me. I didn't think anything of it at the time until I moved again late last year to Spartanburg County. Obviously, I won't say exactly where I am, but I'm in the northern part of a very rural area. Plenty of woods around along with plenty of coyotes and other wildlife. I hadn't heard the whistle in a long while, probably about a year. A couple of weeks ago I was sitting outside my house around 9pm doing a bonfire. I heard a pack of coyotes go nuts around a quarter mile away, which isn't unusual. anything of it after a couple of minutes they went completely silent and i didn't hear any other wildlife not even crickets then out of nowhere i hear the exact same whistle again it was coming from a ditch next to the road in front of my house about 30 yards from where i was sitting i froze and sat there listening as i knew that this time something was up Why am I hearing the same exact whistle as I've heard in the backyard of a previous house over an hour's drive away? I waited another few minutes and heard it one more time, then silence. Another few minutes pass, then the usual wildlife and crickets start going again. The rest of the night I felt watched, and now every time I go outside at night I feel the same way. I don't know if it's a walker for sure considering all I've got are a few identical whistles. But it's definitely not normal. Whatever it might be, there's no doubt it followed me from Greenville over an hour away to here. I tried ruling it out by saying it's birds, but the timing is just way too irregular. Surely I would hear it more often, right? Instead of a few times last summer and then not at all until the middle of September a year later. Looking for answers on what it might be and what to do about it, if anything. As far as the pottery shard, it was left in a closet at the previous house in Greenville, which has now been rented out to another tenant. My mom and I were forging for mushrooms on our ranch. We had checked all the normal spots on our side of the fence, and my mom suggested we go across the fence to the neighbor's place they were friends of ours so this wasn't exactly trespassing we were having lots of luck finding chanterelles so we ended up hiking pretty far back we were at the edge of some oak trees looking across a small grassy field that ended in sagebrush and then dropped off into a canyon my mom mentioned she was going to pop a squat over by the brush and be right back I continued to look around under the trees for some mushrooms when I heard my mom call out, Come here quick! I could tell by her voice something was up. When I got to her, she showed me something in her hand. It was a huge tuft of long strawberry blonde hair. Lots of it. It wasn't that old as you could see the roots on the ends. We just looked at each other speechless. Then my mom told me to see if I could find any more. Everything in me wanted to just hightail it out of there But my mom wasn't having it We found several more clumps of hair stuck on the sagebrush And found a pair of women's pants I finally convinced my mom that we had to go and call the cops They came out but didn't find anything else But god it was all so very eerie I used to have pictures of what we found that day But after changing phones so many times I've lost them There's no way random hikers would have been able to be out there. This part of their ranch was only accessible from the backside of ours. They would have had to have trespassed through miles and miles of private land to get there. So, not really sure what that was, and I don't think I want to know. This happened to me back in 2013. I was 18 at the time. I was a healthy, normal woman by all accounts, and I lived in a suburb of South Florida. Right at that juncture in my life, I was moving up north to UF, which is in Gainesville, the University of Florida. Aside from the university, it's a very boring town. Mostly nothing up there. I had noticed that before moving there and during my time there. Once a month, always on the same night, I think the first Sunday of every month, I would not be able to sleep well. Without fail, I couldn't sleep and I would toss and turn all night. Sometimes after those nights, I would wake up with something strange on my body. Once on my lower spine, right on the cord, I woke with a large red bump, perfectly centered. It wasn't itchy like a bug bite, and it was unlike a pimple. Another time I woke up with a scar across my lower abdomen It was long and unlike a scratch It was brown, like a cauterized scar But it left my body within a day or two Like a scratch might have On one such Sunday, my boyfriend happened to be spending the night It was my parents' rule that he would sleep in a separate bedroom But before he went off to his room He laid next to me in my bed for a little while And we talked He was saying something When suddenly he went quiet And looked behind him I asked what was the matter But he shrugged it off He went to his room And we both tried to sleep However like usual on these nights I tossed and turned Unable to sleep A feeling of dread prevented me from sleeping I got restless And decided to go to sleep in the room with my boyfriend Hoping I might be able to relax with him there but still I couldn't sleep, nearly dozing off only to awaken in a fright, which was so uncharacteristic. I gave up and went back to my own room, until I suddenly gave in and fell asleep. When I woke up the next morning, I told my boyfriend that I couldn't sleep all night. I felt like something was coming to get me. He told me at that moment the previous night when he suddenly fell silent mid-conversation. He thought he saw something was outside my window. He said for whatever reason, the first thing that came to his mind was aliens and it froze him in complete fear. He also told me that shortly after I had returned to my room in the middle of the night, he was disturbed by a loud static noise He felt vibrations in the air. After a few months those routine once a month sleepless nights stopped and never returned still won't know what that was all about or if it was even anything but that night put us both really on edge user pdwabbit goes on to comment I've had a weird encounter well, one of many but this stood out at 3.17am all my detectors went off radiation, infrared motion sensors, fire alarms." Since then the only spot where my torso is on my bed has spiked readings of radiation, albeit only seventy-one PS and that were never there before. And it's only in the diameter of my torso when I lay on my side on the bed, plus tossing and turning when such events happen. I too have that someone or things are after me feeling. It's so weird others feel that way too, that I'm not the only one. When I see pictures of satellites in interstellar space, although they're not that far, the pictures are so familiar. I swear I've been there before. I don't tell anyone about these things that happen to me anymore, because everyone then ghosts me. And, well, I'm a loner now because of it, and it kind of sucks. I wish I could find others that suffer such fate. It would be nice to know what they want. Thanks so much for listening, and until next time.